following podcast has been brought to you by Porn and goodies, everybody. Porn and goodies. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Banter Club brings to you, it is that time of the week once again, for the Wednesday Night War. It's the war, my war, my (laughs) time. You know, all that good shit. I'm the Asian Death 6XL, joining me as always. Zai, three-time, current, reigning, defending, undisputed, Ramble Mania champion of the world, TJ the Great T. TJ the Great <laughs> Now, now, you know we, you, you may have the, the most title reigns, but I have the longest. <laughs> <laughs> you can have three dicks, but if they're all short, it's worth this. <laughs> <laughs> The thing about this one, though, is it's growing. Oh. And it's growing day by day, oh, week oh, by week, month by month. Oh, so we're soon. I will once again be the longest reigning Ramble Mania See, champion. that doesn't count, though, because we've been like OD <laughs> on and off hiatus for like a... Like, now we're finally back on, but we were like on and off hiatus for like a month and change. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not counting the hiatus. Fuck out of here. And we, have, we still haven't no. defended... Not one defense... Yeah, no. We need to call Hazel for the pay-per-views. We'll get some defenses in, and then we will build. We will continue to build. Nigga, if you win, you'd be Brock Lesnar, and I'd be Cena. <laughs> <laughs> but he defended his shit. <laughs> it's facts, if I keep the title after my next defense, honestly, I'd be shocked. But uh, any case, we are the Banter Club. We are here to discuss the Wednesday Night War. We are still in this this weird place where we're doing shows in empty arenas and whole situation, you know. Hey, man. You know what? Let's be glad we still have wrestling. Yeah, we still have wrestling, and, and they're, they're figuring it out week by week. Because we could have been in some shit. Yeah. And, and things are ever-changing day by day. Including even today. <laughs> I got a lot of tidbits because this, this show is pretty good. <laughs> Josh, shall we get to the the big breaking news of the day? Oh, shit. Yeah, go ahead. Our main event of WrestleMania is dead. It's changed. Roman Reigns is out. He is not it's going not to be. the main event anybody gives a fuck about. <laughs> it's not, but it was the main event. I guess Lesnar. Three. We want to see yeah. capture that title. That's what the fuck everybody wants. Nobody gives a shit about fucking Roman versus Goldberg. We know how that's going to end. We finally got him over as a baby face. No. As no one cheered. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, Roman Reigns, uh, he, he called in and said, yeah, I'm not going to come in because, leukemia. you know, <laughs> yeah, I had that leukemia thing. Which means I have a compromised immune system. Means, Therefore, yeah, this corona shit can go bad for him. So, you know, naturally no one's going to be like, well, you can't stay home. Nobody's going to bother him. So, yeah, Roman's out. 
and they're going to determine a replacement for Goldberg to be announced on SmackDown. <laughs> just like Roman stepped in and just got a title match like the week before WrestleMania. Someone else is about to just step in and get a title match, I guess. Give it a Kofi. Sure. Why not? <laughs> is, is he busy? Does he ha- Is he on the card already? Give him the title. No way! Isn't he? Isn't he in the tag? No, isn't he in the tag title? I don't match? care. Give him a Kofi. Give him the title. I mean, I, I don't it's care. It's fucking way. blue just... now. It's fucking blue. Yeah. It's finally the right color. It'll fit him perfectly. Give him the fucking belt. Yeah, yeah. You you can give it to Kofi. You can you can do whatever you want with it. I guess. I was thinking, what if you just pulled a, a Mania ten slash thirty in? The winner of one of the other matches gets into the main event to face Goldberg, like Cena versus Fiend or something. Then you Fiend gets his revenge. But that's just me trying to be logical. They're not going to do that shit, man. <laughs> They're not going to do that. But if they did, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the Fiend just murders John Cena and Goldberg in one night and ends the night on fucking top. Those, That'd be cool. That's pretty good. I mean, I, I would, I would I'd watch it. I'd enjoy it. I, yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would not be opposed, but, you know, whatever. They're going to do what they're going to do. It's trying times. Yeah. Life. I wonder. Yeah. Would it take me under? I don't know. <sighs> Let's banter. AW Dynamite from Matt Jacksonville for <laughs> Until Nick gets better. Until Nick gets better, it's only Matt Jacksonville. JR, Excalibur, and Taz are at home practicing their social distancing. Thank God. Thank God you sent Jim home. Jim has had enough health issues. He doesn't need this. He does not. Yeah, let's let's keep Jim safe. Let's keep everybody as safe as we can. We got Tony on point doing play-by-play, just like like the WCW days. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's joined by Cody and Kenny Omega, who I both liked in different ways. Yeah. Yeah, they were both okay. They were doing their own thing. We opened up with our first match of the evening. Cody, he's running down the card. And then he, he's like, oh, we got our first match. Cody versus Jimmy Havoc. And then Cody's like, yeah, I, I'm going to run out there. And then he, he sits there for a second and he's like, oh, no, I really do got to run out there. And he takes off his headset and he runs out. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Jimmy Havoc is is three and zero in twenty twenty, which it continues that trend of wrestlers who get win streaks on AEW Dark, and it ends up pushing them up to AEW Dynamite. Yep, which I like. Yep, I like that they're doing that. Little, I like how they're treating AEW Dark instead of like <coughs> instead of treating it like WWE treats main event and shit. They treat it more like Heat, where like Heat was kind of like a not. I, I would say the proving grounds, you know, you would have a few people on there who would just go out there, have some good matches, you know, put over some pay-per-views, put over some upcoming events, you know, stuff like that. And then that would pretty much be it. Like, I like that. They have their own. Yeah. Heat. Like, yeah, dark. It has meaning. It, it has its own storylines. Like, you have reasons to watch dark week in and week out. Yep. Like They have things that that bring you back, especially since. You know, if you follow someone and they do good on Dark, then they end up on Dynamite. It's like, ah, I was watching that guy wrestle, you know, Sonny Kiss and shit. Now he's like up against Cody. It's like watching NXT in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> not in the very beginning when it was bullshit. Yeah, not game show NXT. 
But uh, yeah, the the limited gathering rules have intensified across the country. So no wrestlers in the crowd this week, unfortunately, since, you know, that's too many people in one space. You can't do that anymore. Yeah. But they do they do have the gambling continuing on in the back. They got Gun Club, Billy and, and Austin Gunn, and Sean Spears. They're all still betting in the back now. Oh, yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, they got them in the back now, and they all in there. Dasha's out there, too. Yeah, Dasha runs in at one point, and she, she's yelling like, yeah, let's go this person. Let's go that person. Jericho is back there during this match. Yeah. So Cody, Cody is basically adopting that that Muda clothesline where he runs all the way up to the ramp yep. and then he he runs back down and, and clotheslines him over the ropes. He's like, "Well, I'm taking this." Yeah, I'm, I'm doing that now. That's my thing. They they fight their way up to the commentary booth where where Havoc grabs Cody's headset and then he grabs Cody's tongue and he's like, "Yeah, you're not going to be doing commentary tonight, Cody. It's gonna be it's gonna be me now." And he fucking uppercuts him. I like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jericho, he sees he joins Sean Spears in the back, cheering on Jimmy Havoc. But Cody makes his comeback, goes for the figure four. Havoc escapes, and Cody hits crossroads to get the victory. You know what's dope, man? Jimmy Havoc, like we've seen him in local indies. Like Jimmy Havoc has been around. Like this dude has been freaking everywhere, low key, <laughs> and it's like. It, good on him, man. Good on him. I love seeing him on TV. Yeah. It just—it's a feel that, that's situation. That's one of—that's one of the cool things about AEW. Seeing seeing all these these legendary guys who have made their their bones across different sects of the industry, like Jimmy Havoc and 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 Luther, another guy. Those are fucking deathmatch legends. legends. Yeah, guys that you you normally wouldn't see in a big big promotion, but here they are doing their thing. Give me Jimmy Havoc versus Nick Gage all day, every day. <laughs> I'm saying, fucking get Nick Gage up in here. <laughs> nah, you know he loves him some GCW. <laughs> yeah. Post match, we got Jake Roberts on the Tron, sitting on his chair in the woods. Once again, addressing Caesar. He finally explains the whole thing behind him and Lance Archer joining up and coming to AEW. He says, you know, they, they, you formed this company, AEW, with this idea to give all the people what they want. But I never got a phone call. Me, one of the greatest minds in this business. And then Lance Archer, he didn't get a call either. And you saw what he was doing in Japan. Ah, but maybe that's why. You saw what he was doing in Japan and you were scared of him. You were shook. Yeah. So he asked Cody, bring whoever you want to bring. Bring your people. Bring bring the old man. Bring your wife. Bring whoever you want. All we want is a chance, a contract to sign. We want competition in AEW. And to bring it home, Jake ends the promo with a classic. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> Do you trust me? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> As Tony says, would you trust Jake Roberts? <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! You always deliver, my nigga. When do you not? <laughs> Everything you say is always God tier. Ah, and it's so good to have him in that dark, fiery environment. Probably in his crib somewhere. Yeah, because you know, you know, social distancing and all that. And thank God that he's home because. Telling you, those older people need to be home, man. Take care of your older yeah. people, man. 
Yeah, and you could you could shoot the promo out there, and it, it's just as effective. Yep. And right now, to be honest, everything's a production. Yeah, yeah. So we come back from commercial break, and Cody has rejoined Tony on commentary. He says, you know, listen, I know that Lance Archer was great in Japan. I, I saw him there, but he has no body of work in the United States. Poor Impact. <laughs> they get no respect. Absolutely no respect. Damn. You gonna you gonna tell me this man wasn't an Impact putting in work, Cody? How dare you? You ain't gonna tell me NWA TNA wasn't this shit for like 2002 to the 2000. How long was it that they were like popping? I would say to like 08. Yeah, that 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 era. Yeah, we was just talking about Lance Hoyt last week <laughs> when he was test done right. <laughs> yeah, can't you can't hide the facts from us. So we get a video from Darby Allen. He says Kip Sabian. He thinks he's super bad. He calls himself super bad. But I, I've come across some actual super bad people in my time. Promises that Kip, he's nothing more than a sacrifice for the sins of the inner circle. He's got all these little drawings of them. Still beefing with the inner circle. It kind of. I love that he still hates them. Yeah, it, it kind of makes me beg the question: Why didn't you put him on? Yeah, why didn't they, they they bring him in for for as the fifth man? Well, you know what? No, I know why. We'll explain later. <laughs> well, that, that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Kip Sabian versus Darby Allen. Cody he fills in the role of Excalibur, trying to bring Jr. up to speed on modern wrestling. Yep. <laughs> he, com- he compares Darby to Young Sting. He's like, doesn't he remind you of Young Sting, Tony? <laughs> and Tony's like, y- you know what? Yeah, I-, I didn't even think about that. But yeah. And Cody's like, yeah, with the with the pain and the, the connection to the young fans and everything. So yeah, Cody, he came up with a drinking game. He was like, yeah, I, I have this really bad habit. So you might need to make a drinking game of this. Oh, yeah. Well, he said <laughs> the words. The words. He's like, every time I say, wait a there minute, take a drink. <laughs> but he barely said it on the show. He did it. I didn't hear him say it. He actually does the old Carney speak way more. You know, I need a little drink ski and shit like yeah. that. He said that way more. That should have been the drinking game. He's taking hints from uh, Nikolai White and drinking that water. That <laughs> Nikolai White and his water, man. <laughs> Kip with his with his Harry Potter themed move set. I appreciate. Yep. It. <laughs> he goes for the he goes for the time turner, but Darby makes his comeback, starts slapping him around, but he hits the time turner. This Kip and it's one. Two, he got up. No. Okay, Vince. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Darby picks the leg, chains it into the last supper cover for the one, two, and three. Darby Allen gets the win. Uh, pretty smooth match. Fun to watch. Pretty entertaining. Quick in and out. I like that um, Darby kept it a little more ground um, based than he usually does. I like that he didn't do the freaking uh, uh, the coffin drop. Because the fact that um, I like when he saves that for like actual special events, it keeps it you know fresh, and you know it, it's 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 different from him. I, I also yeah. find it funny because every time I hear his name for some reason, I think of Lily Allen. <laughs> I remember Lily Allen? Lily Allen? Oh, yeah, I like Lily Allen. I remember Lily Allen. <laughs> it's because of Darby, Darby Allen, Lily Allen. Up next. 
we get a Jake Hager does MMA and is actually very good at it video package. This shit was scary. <laughs> yeah, just him fucking people up in Bellator and the like. He's a badass. He's undefeated. If, if Jim Ross was here, you know, you know, Jim Ross was saying that at home. He's he undefeated in MMA, damn it. He's undefeated. Jake Hager versus Chico Adams. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Chico. Yes. Hager has won all of his singles matches by referee stoppage. And of course, the same goes for this one. He, he murders Chico and, and, Puts him to sleep. Come on, Chico. You guys are supposed to stand up to me, man. You're supposed to do something to me, man. But you don't man, do shit, If you're going to name yourself Chico, man. Word, Chico. Come on, man. Post-match, AEW World Champion John Moxley struts his way into the ring. Yeah. And he drops Jake Hager with the paradigm shift. And right as Cody's like, nobody's getting up from that. Mm-hmm. Jake Hager immediately gets up from yep. that. Yep. <laughs> And he goes for an ankle lock. <laughs> yep, they have a bit of a struggle there. <laughs> so then they have a little struggle, and then Mox ends up sending him packing. He swings the belt at him. What are you? And Hager, <laughs> he, he, he powders. Then we go to commercial. We come back. Moxie's in the back. Cameraman catches up to him. First thing Moxie says, I told you, you big, gruesome son of a bitch. Says, I'm always in your blind spot. Didn't I warn you? While Jake Hager may have walked away tonight, the next time we meet, and that title's on the line. The only way you're leaving is on a stretcher, or I'm gonna die trying. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fifty. <laughs> yeah. You only get one. John Moxley don't play. <laughs> you only get one, you son of a bitch. That's it. I'm gonna get Richard die trying. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd I say that? <laughs> you only get one, motherfucker. <laughs> Up next. <laughs> I'm stealing your segues. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we get the exalted one eating some dinner. Brody Lee alongside John Silver and Alex Reynolds. He's in a suit now. He's in a nice suit. And he's explaining to them, like, don't you two get it? Like, we're the wolves and everybody else in the AEW, they're the sheep. Don't you see? So then he's, he's, he's enjoying his steak. And then Silver, he tries to take some steak. He's got his own plate. But then Brody's get, he gets pissed off. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Get out of here. Get out of here. Nobody eats until I'm finished. The fuck up. <laughs> yeah. He literally bounced him. Yeah, like, you're done now. You didn't. And he, he looks to Reynolds. He's like, smarten your boy up, all right? Nobody eats until I'm done. So then he goes back to eat. But then Reynolds sneezes. And then Brody's just like, are you fucking serious? And you know how much Brody hates to sneezy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, sneeze, get out. He kicks him out too. That one's understandable though. This is not the time to be sneezing all over your food and shit. Yeah, but you know, th- this is one of those yeah. things that it's more than it seems. Obviously, the situation going on is, if you realized last week, you know, he was talking about old men who didn't believe in him. This week, he was playing that old man who didn't believe in him. And I don't know if you know, but Vince hates sneezing. Yes, Vince despises sneezing. Something about him not being able to control it. He doesn't like it. And he thinks people should be able to control it. And all bunch of shit. Same reason he hates sleep. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Vince wants to be able to control everything. I bet you he wants to control Corona right now. I bet you he's trying to find a way right now. Probably. He's like, what the fuck do you mean, pal? This this disease crap. So so if I cure this disease, then I can run <laughs> WrestleMania. Vince, 
I wish you would. You, pal, you don't know what the fuck I'm capable of. This this is fucking with my WrestleMania. I'm going to cure this shit. Let me holler at you right quick. I, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> Whatsoever. It's fucking up your Alpha Entertainment. In other words, the XFL. Yeah, the XFL too, pal. This is bullshit. I'm going to fucking kill this disease. Fuck- I'm going to bury it six feet under. I wish. If you do, if you do, Vince, thank you. It's trying to get Roman. I can't let it get Roman. From the bottom of my heart, Vince. If you could find a way, shit. Thank you. Vince. Vince McMahon, that's his baby face. Hold turn. up. Beating Corona. If Vince ever hears this, because I want him to ask, if this comes upon your ears, or if this comes upon the ears of somebody who knows Vince, tell him to talk to this boy. Tell him to pick up his nuts and say, fuck it, I'm going to have to talk to China and see what the fuck they were doing to fucking stop their numbers. You know, so like, for the love of God, talk to them. I saw when, when I, what I was watching was that they had like whole cleaning crews fucking sanitizing the streets and then, and you know, a whole bunch of other shit where they had like a, like testing where I heard that they had like a group of people who were being tested with or without symptoms. So like a group yeah. of people would get tested with symptoms. All those people go on one line and then the other people who have no symptoms go to like a, a whole other place and what ends up happening is they can test people a lot better that way, number one. Number two, on top of that, if anybody's sick, they can get immediate help. And then on top of that, they sprayed like all the streets. They sanitized everything in every street. So it's like, hey, if you can find a way to do some shit similar to what they did, make it happen, motherfuckers, because we don't have much, bro. We like we really don't have. Like people, you know, we're strong. We have hope. That's all we really have. But other than that, it's like people are fucking dying in numbers that are ridiculous, man. Like people are afraid to go outside. People are, you know, this is some shit. I never thought in my entire life I would ever see some shit like this. But hopefully we, we, you know, everybody I, I love and care for, you know, gets out of this unscathed. And if somewhat scathed, then at least alive and well. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is some shit, you know? But yeah, I mean, with this whole Exalted One, Vince parody, I did like it, but I don't want them to lean too far into making them a parody of Vince. Yeah, I don't want it every week. Yeah, not every week. Even though, like, the idea of, like, <laughs> the leader of a cult being Vince McMahon, that's perfect. That's hilarious. It makes absolute sense. It's fucking hilarious it and it works. Total sense. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I just wouldn't lean all the way into it. Well, he does other things. Yeah. So, yeah, I would, you know, keep a keep a decent balance. QT Marshall versus Brody Lee. Damn. <laughs> yeah. This is where Kip and Dasha, they join the gambling room. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So this is total showcase for Brody Lee. Dominates poor QT Marshall. Beats him with the that that discus Larry he's, he's using now, where he sets him up with Sister Abigail, but then spins him out and then hits the Larry. I like that he does that. <laughs> yeah, it's also a jab at at break. Like I should have been the real leader, but they didn't think of that. After he wins, one of the creepers comes out and they they drop a mask on QT's chest. And after all this shit, Cody was talking about how yeah, QT Marshall is my best friend in wrestling. Now he's like, you know. If you're if you're an up and coming wrestler, perhaps joining this this dark order is not a bad idea. Cody, 
Cody, because you saw him get murdered. That's why. <laughs> That's not fair. Are you recommending your friend join a cult? Well, if, you, if, you, if your boy just got murdered. Yeah. <laughs> and that group of people is like, hey, we don't want to kill you. We just want you to be a part of us. I'd be like, my man's go join them niggas before they kill you. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get some dubs or you want to die, <laughs> just join them. Fact, just get some dubs. <laughs> we get a recap of the reason that we're in only Matt Jacksonville and not both Matt and Nick Jacksonville. Whoa. And now we get an update on Nick Jackson. Which is basically Vanguard 1 streaming him working out in his garage. So Vanguard, he's scanning him. He's looking at his workout and he deems him 61% ready. Which, that's good. He's on the way up. <laughs> so then Nick spots him. He's like, hey, wait a minute. But our our favorite drone's work is done and he just flies away. He's cool like that. Yeah, that's what he do. He he, he did all he had to do. Now he out. He's Batman. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody want to stick around the Justice League, and then Batman's the only smart motherfucker who's like, you know what, I'm out. Goodbye. <laughs> My job's done. I don't have to fraternize with these motherfuckers. <laughs> Why is Batman like that, yo? <laughs> he has severe parental issues. <laughs> Triple A Mega Championship. Sammy Guevara versus Kenny Omega. Awesome. Sammy, he has these drawings of people that he's placed in the crowd in lieu of fans. His his boys in the inner circle, a, a drawing of Brandy. If you notice, Jericho says, my friend. And then on top, it says, go, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he's becoming Jericho. Jericho is turning Sammy Guevara into a younger him. <laughs> into a younger hood him. Hold on. So there's a picture of Brandy as well that he finds there in the, in the crowd. He starts making yes. out with the shit, and I'm just like, bruh, with all this shit going on, you're going to make out with a stupid-ass picture? <laughs> and then it immediately cuts over to the actual Brandy, and she's like, her face is priceless. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kenny Omega's awesome theme song with his AAA title belt that looks bronze. Yes. Looks like <laughs> it looks like the fucking the gift of the gods title in Lucha Underground. Yeah, it's like you know what it is. But it came first, so you know what it is? <laughs> I like that those like Mexican titles have not been like super polished or anything like that in like years. So they have that like yeah. nice wear to them. They look old school, they look legit, you know what I'm saying? I like that shit. I don't know yeah. why. I just I like the way that it just looks rugged, you know. It's a nice it's a, I like it. I like it. It's got some some heft to it. Yep, So after after Sammy makes out with a piece of paper, <laughs> we come back from commercial. <laughs> he's, he's now trying to talk to the actual Brandy, but Kenny is a good friend, so he's like, "You don't talk to my boy's wife," and he punches him. Kenny's a real. So then, then Brandy, <laughs> yeah, she also gives him a slap, and Ar- right in full view of Aubrey, but you know Aubrey lets it fly because it's like, ah, he's a he's a disrespectful pig. <laughs> yeah, he he. Technically, did something dirty as hell. I would be if I were um, girl Hebner. <laughs> if I were girl Hebner, I'd be over here like, "Ill man, I don't even want to be around you. Don't touch me." <laughs> and he was making out with that dirty ass piece of paper. We go back to the back. Sean Spears must have lost way too much money over the past two weeks because he like just pushes Billy Gunn and then runs away. Why? <laughs> like they're yelling at each other, then he just pushes Billy and then he runs off. Kips off. And then Billy tries to chase him, but then Austin grabs him. Like, no, no, no. 
Kenny, he goes for a Liger Bomb, but Sammy rolls through into a smooth-ass Spanish fly that gets a near fall. Kenny hits the V-Trigger and the J-Driller. Shout out to Jay Briscoe. That gets a near fall. Sammy, he's down on his knees. He's half dead. And he flips Kenny off, defiant to the end. <laughs> fuck boy to the end. The straight up fuck boy for life. Yeah. So Kenny ends him with the V-Trigger, follows with the one-winged angel, and he gets the win. That match was really good. Probably the best out of any empty arena match from these companies, either company so far. I'm, really I'm telling out. you, it's like they're wrestling and they're, they're wrestling with purpose. I feel like almost without a crowd, it, it's making them even better. <laughs> as scary as it sounds. It's like there's nobody to critique them. There's nobody to tell them no. There's nobody to, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's a freer environment. You know what I'm saying? It's also like you, you always got all these people who, who talk about guys like Kenny and even Sammy being quote unquote indie guys. Oh, you just wrestle in front of five people. You wrestle for a hot dog and a handshake in a, in a high school gym. And it's like, well, they have experience with this kind of situation. It's paying off right now. <laughs> yeah, it's paying off. <laughs> so Kenny rejoins commentary for our main segment. As Chris Jericho comes out to the ring. Sammy is dead, so there's no one to sing Judas. Yep. Or so we think. But Jericho is not going to be denied. Someone is going to sing this damn song. No, I don't care who it is. So he grabs the camera from the cameraman. Yeah. <laughs> and he turns it on the cameraman. And the cameraman just happens to know every damn fucking word. And yeah. he's singing the whole song. And like they don't put his mic on towards like the end. But you can hear him singing the fucking song. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I love it. Someone must always sing Judas every week, regardless. Fuck it, if you got a guy, Aubrey Edwards. <laughs> She'd be like, fine. <laughs> fine, fine. <laughs> what have I become? <laughs> All right, betrayed. <laughs> <laughs> so Jericho, he, he's in the ring. He's not using a mic. And Kenny's like, is he using the Britney Spears yep. mic? <laughs> He's talking about that shit that the actual cameraman had. If he did, that would have been hilarious, but he didn't. I guess yeah. he either had a lapel mic or something like that. So he calls Matt out to the ring. He's like, I know you're here, Matt. You come down to the ring and then you talk to me right now. But he does not get Matt. He gets Vanguard One. Yeah, all you hear is... Yeah. <laughs> By the way, is it just so me Jericho? Jericho looks super 80s in this fucking old situation? He does. He does. His hair is all flowy. He's got fucking Ray-Ban aviators. <laughs> this whole thing, man. He, look, he looks like a Vice City character. <laughs> Facts, the shiny coat. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where's Diddy at? <laughs> shiny suit, man. <laughs> shiny suit Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> this is the era of shiny suit Jericho. Uh, every week, he just has a shinier fucking jacket on. Yeah. Anyways, Vanguard just flies into the arena, man. <laughs> Jericho calls him guard. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to you, guard. <laughs> <laughs> like we homies, we know each other for years. Yeah. It's the whole <laughs> Jericho deadass cuts a promo on a drone. He's like, listen, Vanguard, I've never liked you. I think you're arrogant. And I don't appreciate your political views on social media. What? <laughs> you know what? You're a piece of shit, Vanguard. <laughs> 
How he does not lose it there, I will never know because I fucking died. Jericho versus Appliances 2020 is the best people. Amazing. <laughs> he also fought his Roomba at home. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't see today, he posted a video of him arguing with his Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with this nigga? Jericho's great, man. Jericho's great. Yeah. He knows how to take the, this time of need and just make it that's why Jericho is is he's in this position because he knows how to evolve with the business and be creative and have fun and, and do all this entertaining shit. He's like, I don't like you, Vanguard, but I respect you. So you know what? I'm gonna offer you a spot in the inner circle, Vanguard. Fucking Come on Vanguard. Now, what do you say? <laughs> a fucking drone. V19. You gonna ask that mofo, hey, you wanna join the inner circle? Right? <laughs> He's like, listen, Vanguard, <laughs> you can have it all with us. You can have all the Instagram drone models. You can smoke all the mechanical cigars. <laughs> and I'm like, a jewel? <laughs> I thought those were bad for you. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess not if you're mechanical as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, his, his lungs must be different. <laughs> <laughs> So, so oh, well, yeah. he gets this offer and Vanguard, he like floats in place for a moment. Like he's thinking about it. Yeah, then he yeets himself out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> he just flies away and Jericho's like, hey, hey, get back here, Vanguard. You son of a bitch, get back here. He, fucking, he bounces, bro. He's just out. Yeet. <laughs> and, and, and Cody, <laughs> they start, the commentators all start this promo out like, He's cutting a promo on a drone. But by the end, he's like, hey, listen, Vanguard said no, Chris. That's it. He said no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. And oh, it's time for teleportation. Yes. <laughs> so if you want to know why the elite would pick Matt Hardy over Darby Allen, Matt Hardy can teleport. That's why they picked him. This motherfucker teleported from like the rafters down to like the middle section. Down to like the, the <laughs> second to middle section and then the bottom section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Houseway. <laughs> the Undertaker over here. <laughs> yeah. Bray Wyatt over here. <laughs> no trapdoors <laughs> needed. <laughs> oh, he must have figured that out before he left. He must have talked to Undertaker and Bray like, hey, how y'all do that thing where y'all teleport? <laughs> trapdoors. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Kenny, he can't resist being a nerd and throwing in a Street Fighter reference. He's like, Matt's got that psycho power going, M. Bison type shit. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Me as a Bison fan, I was crying. <laughs> By the way, his real name is Vega. Yes. And and Bison is... Borog. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's and weird Vega, how that works. Well, and Borog is Vega. Yeah, it's all turned around over yeah. here. Or rather, it's turned around over here. Cause, yeah, you know, over there, they, they, they got it right. Yeah, but the reason why it was yeah. literally just to avoid a, a copyright infringement with Mike Tyson. Yeah. And Bison, and Tyson, come on now. Yeah. And he's yeah. a boxer, and he's black, come on now. Yeah. And the way he looks, come on now. Yeah. And if you still weren't sure, in the latest Street Fighter games, he can bite your ear. Fucking terrible. <laughs> so, of course, in America, <laughs> they're going to be like, well, that's Bullrod. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then we'll just have Vega and, and Bison switch I mean Vega take Borog and well no yeah no make Borog take Vega and make yeah. uh, 
the guy who was supposed to be uh, Vega take Bison. Vega, yeah. that's how that goes. God damn, that shit is so... If you didn't know, you, if you didn't know, my nigga, like, you, you would that ass be stressed. But I realized yeah. it because we used to always go to Mama's Fried Chicken. Yep. And for some weird reason, they had their actual Japanese names. Yep. Sometimes you 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 get lucky and you play the, the actual Japanese port instead of the the American port, <laughs> so you get the original name. Well, we had the Japanese one always there. I remember uh, Mega Man was Rock Man. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I remember uh, Bison being Vega, and all those being switched around. Uh, what else did I remember? I remembered a lot of shit though. That shit was fucking awesome. That whole thing. It had a Kuma, yep. which was rare in the U.S. at the time. When it came to the the arcade games, yeah. so that was pretty dope. It had dark uh right Ryu. Yeah, that was like yeah. I remember that's like the first time you ever saw like Evil Ryu. Yeah, it was like uh the move set basically of Akuma. Go <laughs> so back to these two idiots arguing. <laughs> yeah, Jericho's like, "How did you do that, Matt?" And Matt's like, "I am magic." <laughs> yeah, that's all he said. There wasn't any real explanation. It wasn't like, "Oh, I am this person. I have." The- he just says, I am magic. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. So Jericho's like, all right, listen, Matt. I want you to join the inner circle and not the elite. But Matt says, you know, I came here to AEW. I was brought here by the Bucks of Youth <coughs> because I owed them a favor. They are the ones who resurrected me. I am here because of them. AEW is a place of freedom. It is my Arcadia, and I will not allow the inner circle to ruin this paradise. And Jericho, he's like, listen, Matt, I can make you, Matt, the same way I brought in John Moxley, the same way I made Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, Ortiz. I can I can make you. And Matt, she reveals that I am Damascus, <laughs> the 3,000-year-old soul. He's 3,000 years old now. Yes. <laughs> And unlike Jericho, he feels all, <laughs> all the entities in the crowd. What? Yes, all, all the souls and essences. Yeah, the souls and essences. What, son? Over yeah. here talking about herbal essences. Nick, what you talking about? <laughs> He's, and Jericho's like, listen, Matt, I don't care what you say. You're still the same old Matt Hardy. You're in your brother's shadow. You're in the shadow of bad booking. You're in the shadow of the champion. And then Jericho's <laughs> like, well, I could say the same for you. You, I have known you for two decades and you have changed your appearance many times. But on the inside, you are the same evil essence. Truly a hole of the ass. A hole of the ass, this man says. <laughs> <laughs> a hole of the ass, my nigga. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever puts it that way, ever in their entirety of their life. A hole of you the ass. You are the hole of the ass, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and he says it so eloquently. So so Jericho, he's like, listen, I'm going to ask you one more time, Matt. Are you inner circle or are you elite? And then Matt says, delete. And he and Jericho start to go back yep. and forth. No, I said elite. And then he goes, no, and then, delete. He goes, elite, delete, elite, delete. And there's a part where even Matt himself says elite. Yes. He bugs bunnied himself. Yep. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> and then Jericho eventually's like, all right, stop, stop, stop. Why are we doing this? There's no one even here. 
But then Matt is like, no, there are there are souls and essences in this venue. In venue. <laughs> he says, there's Abraham Lincoln. No, he's Martin not. Luther King Jr. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, you will fade away and classify yourself as, as obsolete. obsolete. And he starts singing it. Yeah. And then <laughs> Jericho, he, he, he decides he's had enough and he slaps Matt. And then Matt just drops him with a punch Yo, immediately. Matt snuffed the shit out of him. Yeah, Matt. Fucking, <laughs> Matt got him. fucking Jericho sold that shit like a champion for real, son. He just said, yeah, boom. Fucking. And then fucking Jericho becomes a fucking cartoon villain. You really are a wizard. You just <laughs> dropped that champion with one punch. <laughs> what the hell is going on on this show? <laughs> but then Jericho he's like I have a magic trick of my own abracadabra Matt Hardy is gonna get his ass kicked and then in comes Sammy Guevara and, and they start to beat him down <laughs> but then Cody and Kenny they, they leave commentary they run in for the save damn right with some chairs man yeah they got them chairs they run off Jericho and Guevara and they, they run to the stage and then Matt starts to activate the pyro yeah, because he's he's Undertaker, bro. He can. <laughs> yeah, he's magic. He's Kane. He can. <laughs> he must have hit up Kane for that one. Kane, yes, <laughs> wonderful. This is why Undertaker is fucking American badass right now, because Matt took some of his powers. <laughs> Matt was like, "Yes, Kane, how are you doing?" <laughs> I see that you are now the mayor of the town of Knox. Now you will tell me how you use the fire. Well, you do this thing, and then you talk to the guy. And produ- no! For real, Kane. <laughs> I know you can do it. For real. He's like, all right. Tell Taker I told you this. No, he's already giving me a few pointers. <laughs> well, all right, if he's giving me... All right, here, here we go. All right, so what you do is inside of <laughs> Basically explains <laughs> how to how to become a super saiyan. <laughs> and that's how he gets he the pyro to <laughs> You feel a tingling in the back of your neck. <laughs> <laughs> the tingle in the back. <laughs> and it starts to <laughs> ah. that was AEW Dynamite. <laughs> was this unbelievably goofy? Yes. Did it still work? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I fucking love this. I was entertained. It made me stop thinking about the world for a few seconds. And, and if you know anything about Broken Matt Hardy, you should have been somewhat aware that this would be along the lines of what you get. Love it. Love it. Sign it. Put the match down. I'm with it. I'm down with all of this. <laughs> Matt in his Arcadia being creatively free. I'm down with all of it. As far as this show in general goes, I mean, I don't, I felt like it didn't click as well as it did last week, but it's understandable because they had more things they needed to work around. They couldn't do the wrestlers in the crowd this time. They they had less people there, but for what they for what they made of it, still very enjoyable. And I thought that one two punch of, you know, Kenny Omega versus Sammy Guevara, then the Jericho and Matt segment, back to back, great way to close the show. It was wonderful. Delightful. Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that.
triple H. And now it is time. It's my time. My time is time. Ladies and gentlemen, let's banter. NXT from Full Sail University. They're back home. Nice. The PC has been shut down. Because of, you know, the, the orders they've been given out in Florida. Mm-hmm. So NXT, they had to go back home this week. They're back. No Moro, no Beth, no Nigel. So we're going throwback. Tom Phillips and Byron Saxon on commentary. I'm glad. Yeah, this this took me back to like, you know, 2014, 2015 NXT. And it keeps the people who are, you know, I guess more comprom- uh, compromisable or whatever. Either either compromised or has travel issues or whatever it may be. It, it keeps them home, which is what we want. Yeah, as many people as you can keep home as possible. Yep. Yeah. And to be honest, we'll miss Morrow, but Morrow's having fun with his kids. Or not his kids, his uh, nieces and nephews. And things of that matter. So, yeah. Put on it. So, we open up with our first match of the evening. It's a match every show. Yeah. Austin Theory yeah. versus Tyler Breeze. Good little ditty, this one. He goes back to, you know, that beef they had a couple weeks back where Austin Theory is like, yeah, you're old and you never did shit. And Tyler's like, yeah, but you were flashing the pan, though. So, yeah, this is the payoff to that. Tyler Breeze, by the way, is 31. <laughs> and, and Austin Theory is like acting like he's a washed up old man. Like, 31 is like the beginning of your prime in pro wrestling. Facts. I mean... Look at guys like Austin and The Rock. Like, you know, by the time that they actually got to that point where they were like, oh, these guys are legends, they were at a certain age at that point. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when Rock started, uh, you know, he was like the youngest world champion. But even then, he was like 25. Yeah. Like, usually, if you've been doing it for a while at that point, that's when you start to get it. You know, all the mental aspects of it and... I feel like Austin Ben had it. It's just yeah. it took a minute for people to realize it. Like if you're watching him, watch him as Stunning Steve. Like not not that weird era where he was like didn't give a shit. That cool little era, like right before him and um, Pillman split. Yeah. Austin was fucking great. <laughs> like everything he would do to piss off the crowd and the fans, he was fucking great. Oh my, he would go above and beyond. He he would literally just jump out into the crowd. And just like, you know, wind the little camera and talk shit to them. And he would do all the little things that would piss people off. He was smart with that. Mm. But yeah, you know, it's usually in your 30s where in wrestling, that's when you get it. Yeah, it just starts to all come together, as they say. So, theory, he goes for a shotgun drop kick, but Breeze cuts him off with a supermodel kick, and that gets a two count. Tom is like, we've seen that move put away a lot of people over the years. Name one, Tom. Name one person who's ever been pinned by the supermodel kick. Super good looking. Every hair in place. Corey Graves. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I honestly don't remember, but I, I think he did. <laughs> I gotta go look back at it now. <laughs> so, so Theory, he grabs Breeze's phone. He somehow unlocks it. Either Tyler don't got a, a code on his phone or, or it's, it's yep. really easy. <laughs> cause, cause Theory starts using the camera to record himself. 
He sets up Tyler. But Breeze comes down and hits the beauty shot for the one, two, and three. That's the one that usually wins it. Yeah, that, that's his finish. <laughs> the beauty shot. <laughs> Damn, in a, in a perfect world, he would have been Joe Michaels. Yeah. Bitch, you're such a fucking mook. Well, at least he's back on NXT doing some fun stuff and, and beating Xavier Woods in SmackDown vs. Raw 2006. By the way, I like that they fucking got it this time with the camera angles. Yeah, yeah. We said last week, just change the camera angle. Like, that's the thing to do. And they did. Because it, it's the smart thing to do. Like, Yep. And if you notice, they got rid of the chairs and they added cool lights in the background. Yeah. Do as much as you can to, to take away focus from the fact that it's an empty arena. It, it's a weird, sad time in life, but it's a pretty fun time in wrestling to see, like, what are they going to do next? It's interesting to see how they're they're working through all this. Up next, we got Killian Dane versus Tehuti Miles. It's fucking Big Damo. He's here to kill a man. But you know what this is. This is a squash. Killian Dane. Skip. Yeah. <laughs> he gets the quick dub with the Vader bomb. Destroys this poor man. By the way, this guy's name is hilarious. Really, my nigga, Tahuti. 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 <laughs> Fucking Tahuti. We got Cameron Grimes versus Tony Nese, which. Yes, please. Yeah. It's another showcase match, mostly for Cameron Grimes, but obviously it wasn't a squash. Like, Tony Nese got his shit in. Hell yeah. no. And, yo, he's so good. It's just, he, he he's very quiet. Yeah. You know, I would make him like a silent killer in the main roster if I were going to use him. Just look at him, man. He, he looks great. He's tough. He's he's an athlete in that ring. He's unstoppable. Just don't have him say nothing. Have him look good. If you want to, give him a, a nice little dime piece. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to you know, gab him up. Yeah, I've always felt like it would make sense to just put, like, you know, some nice female manager with Tony Nese. If you were going to do the whole Lana thing, that would have been the guy. Yeah. That would have been the guy that would have had freaking Lana cheat on Rusev with. That that would have been a funny storyline. I would have just had Bobby Lashley be a killing machine. Yeah, Bobby Lashley beating the shit out of people and fucking Lana like, hey, this guy's got 20 abs. Of course I cheated on you with him. That makes sense. Yeah, Exactly. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? It's like Tony Nese is like I guess like a prime athlete, you know, he looks like that guy. And then it's like Rusev is the more, you know, masculine brute kind of guy, you know what I'm saying? Real tough guy. And then you got Bobby Lashley, get him the entire fuck away from that, have him kill him. Yeah. Bobby Lashley is great at destroying you. Didn't y'all watch Impact? What the fuck? How come they got it? How come they got it? Them. <laughs> Out of all people, Impact. Hey, listen. Now, I'm not... I'm talking shit, but Impact has got it right on a lot of wrestlers that they're either. During this decade, at least the second half of, of the, the past decade, Impact got it right a lot more than WWE did. Like from 2015 to 2020. Absolutely. Once they, once Absolutely. they no, sorted all this shit out. WWE, man. What the fuck, man? Just just do it. Just invest. I feel like they don't want to invest. And the people they do want to invest in, we don't care about. And it's like, stop saying somebody has this star power. Let us determine that. If we determine that person has a star power, power, then you put them over. 
If not, what the fuck is the point? It, their their investments are, are in the wrong things. Like instead of investing in building future stars, they're investing in keeping stars away from other companies. Grimes ends up getting the win with the double foot stomps to the chest. This is what I wanted to see them do more of with Cameron Grimes on NXT. Fucking having him in good matches, murdering dudes, and, and building up some wins. So hopefully that's what they're getting to. I was joking around with Yoshi that <laughs> Cameron Grimes, or Trevor Lee as we know him, uh, is very similar looking to uh, Sniper Wolf's boyfriend. <laughs> Random as fuck, I know. But still, if anybody ever watches anything Sniper Wolf related, and you've seen her boyfriend, take a look at Cameron Grimes. Or Trevor Lee, for those of you in the <laughs> We throw back to when Zaya Lee fucking murdered Aaliyah and broke her nose. Facts. <laughs> as a setup for her return here. Aaliyah's back. And, and, and she still looks perfect. <laughs> So Aaliyah, she's waiting in the ring, but Bazali does not come out, as she has been laid out in the back. And Aaliyah, she doesn't give a shit. She's like, listen, I want the win. But but Greg Hamilton, yeah, Greg Hamilton's there tonight, doing the ring announcing. But he he tells her, hang on. Zia Lee may not be cleared, but someone else is. And the match is what now. Is it, Aaliyah versus Eo's back, and she's merciful. She doesn't destroy Aaliyah's face. What is that they call her? The Captain of the Sky or some mm-hmm. shit? Genius of the Skies. Genius of the Sky, there you go. I love Eo Shirai. Eo Shirai is dope, man. She's very underrated. I feel like she... See, here's the thing, man, is that as soon as you get it in, into the damn uh, main roster, they don't think she's fuck you over if you're bored. <laughs> Asuka... I don't know what it is, but yeah, they did Oscar dirty. They did Shinsuke dirty. They did uh, fucking Kyrie Sane, the cutest, most adorable woman on God's green earth, did her dirty. You know, and it's like I, I wish they would just do it right. Io, Kyrie, and Oscar are probably the be- the three best female wrestlers they have. And and you see what they're doing with Oscar and Kyrie and. If Io were to ever go up, I, I don't expect any different. And it's crazy because if you look on Twitter and, and shit like that, fucking everyone respects the shit out of Asuka. Becky, Becky going into the Rumble, I remember her tweeting like, you're the best in the world. And Charlotte, when she was posting shit from, you know, memories of her WrestleMania memories, she posted like, Fucking 10 pictures of her match with Asuka. Like, thank you, Asuka. Thank you, Asuka. You're amazing. Like, your own fucking employee see how special Asuka is, but you don't? She's popular as fuck, bro. If you go, if you look online, look up uh, Connor Chan. She's hella popular. Like, amongst everybody. Like, little kids love her. Grown men love her. Freaking teenage girls love her. She's one of those people that she transcends everything. Age, race, creed. She's just one of those people that you watch her in the ring and you're just like, whoa, she's badass. You know what I'm saying? But Vince doesn't seem to get it. I feel like Paul kind of gets it, but he tries to push her. But Vince is not really into it. It's a shame. They could do one more with her. They, they just got to get it together. The same thing with EO. Same thing with all these females. Like, fucking Naomi, bro. Vince loves Naomi. And they never get her title runs right. They never do anything with her after. It's like, they've... they've 
I'm not going front. Like Becky's reign has been weird and lackluster, but they've done more with her than they've ever done with anyone else in the women's roster. It's funny because like right before we did this, I was watching fucking that best of uh, Becky's title reign thing that they have on the network. And it it starts with the triple threat at Mania last year. And the thing that that I notice that, at least on the main roster, that women's division is missing is Ronda Rousey. Because Ronda Rousey was too important for them to, to, to book as an aside. Even if they booked it weird and stupid, they booked it as if it was important because Ronda Rousey yeah. was there. And once she was gone, <laughs> the importance went right with her, except for when it came to Becky and Charlotte. You want to know what else? Like, really, 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 really feels empty. We need that villain. We need Nia Jax back. I'm sorry. Motherfuckers can talk all the shit they want about Nia Jax. But she was that villain for a long time. And she did that shit right. I mean... Isn't that what they have Shayna there for now? <laughs> and I think Shayna's way better than Nia, so. Shayna's way better than Nia when it comes to being a heel, but they don't they don't have her doing anything while Nia was a pain in the ass to this. Like she would legit be like, Well, I'm not doing nothing this week. With Shayna, Shayna, you know, she's a she's a sports person. You know, she conducts herself a certain type of way. And she's not, you know, she she'll just kind of be like, Alright, well, this works, this works, and not we move on. Nia wasn't having that. She wants to be the female heel version of The Rock. So she don't give a fuck. <laughs> she was, same thing with Sasha, but then Sasha also, I feel like, became complacent. I mean, I don't know. I feel like even if they were going to do something with Becky and Nia, not that I give a shit, but even if they were going to do something with Becky and Nia, it feels like the time to do that would have been, you know, when all that shit with them first happened. Or at least around that thing. period. That's the thing. I, I, it's not just Nia versus Becky. No, forget that. She's already doing something. Having Nia there for some weird reason has them do other shit. You understand what I'm saying? Oh well, sure, I guess. But I mean, no. But I mean, like they they book Nia like a star, but they book they book Ronda like a dude. Is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They book Ronda like a dude. No, that's not what I'm saying. Even Nia didn't get that's- booked like a dude. She got booked like no, a woman who was not. relatively important. But Ronda got booked as if she was so important that it infringed even above the women. I mean, they did book her like a guy, like a dude. Well, they put her in the Rumble, in but the I mean... Match. Exactly. <laughs> like, Nia Jax is not getting into the main event of WrestleMania. That's what I mean. Oh, no, Maybe. of course. Uh, like, oh, That's not what I'm saying, though. What I'm saying is that with that's her... That's what I'm saying. We would that's have, what I mean. We would have another layer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You would at least have that. But I mean, when you when they had Ronda, the division felt a little more important because it had Ronda. Of course. I, I get that, and I'm I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I'm saying to add to that, Naya is missing. You know what I'm saying? And and I feel like a little bit, even though she never really does anything, Tamina's missing. Well, she coming back. Yeah, I wanna I, I just want that little locker room to feel full again, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like certain people are missing that are making it feel just a little empty. Like, the, Alexa Bliss ain't doing shit on SmackDown. But, like, she hasn't been doing shit forever. <laughs> like... I know, but it's like... She was doing everything for a while, and then they just... Now they just... What? It's like Vince got bored with her. Like yeah, Vince was like, like, she's so happened? fucking hot, and then... And then... He, he kind of got used to it and was like, ah, whatever, she's hot. <laughs> and, 
and neutered her ex-boyfriend, Buddy Murphy, to the Buddy offering. Murphy! <laughs> Damn, yo, it always goes back to how, how bad they're fucking up over there. Anyway, let's talk about Murphy. how good this is doing here. <laughs> Murphy's not here, unfortunately. <laughs> we got what we do got. The North American champion, Keith Lee. It's us. We did the fusion then. Yeah, we had the fuse on him real quick and come down to the ring. Yeah, we, we went all the way to full city. <laughs> yeah. So, so Keith Lee's like, listen, why powerbomb Dominic Dijakovic last week because I thought he attacked me. But clearly, I was mistaken. So, you know, he's going to squash it and Dijakovic comes down. And he's all pissed off because, nigga, you attacked me. But then Damien Priest interrupts. And he says that he needs his name to live forever. For that, he wants the North American Championship. I need your North American Championship, Keith Lee. By the way, did you notice he was rocking this, like, Scott Hall leather jacket, but, like, an all-black instead of black and red or black and white? Yeah. Had all the little drips on the, on the front. I was like, hey, there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, just letting you know, Scott Hall is alive and kicking, bro. Yeah. Because we mentioned him last time, we mentioned him this time, and he was on the Chris Benoit thing, like, in everything. That's the man, Chico. <laughs> what, what is it called? The Dark Side of the Ring. What yeah. am I talking about? Like, it's just one episode. He was all over the freaking uh, screw, uh, the Montreal Screwjob one. I was fucking laughing. He's like, hey, you know, you want to make friends or you want to make money? You, know, you want to make the whole time? <laughs> So he's like, hey, Sean, Sean, you know, but he secured his place as a, you know, world champion. But like I said, you know, you want to make friends, you want to make money. Yo, it's fat. He's like, you can say he's a dick, but <laughs> I'm like, yo, this nigga the fucking fat. <laughs> Scott Hall don't give a fuck about your bullshit. Nigga, you want to make friends, you want to make money. <laughs> Just know if you ever beef with Scott Hall, he don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> So, Keith Lee, he's looking at Dijakovic, he's looking at Damian Priest, he's like, listen, if y'all want me, I'm right here. So Damian Priest, he goes for it, he charges the ring, but Dijakovic cuts him off and it breaks down into a brawl. Dijakovic, he springs board off the top, dives, takes out everybody, and stands tall. Feast your eyes, man. Feast your, your eyes. eyes. Tell him, what's good with us in these pink sneakers? <laughs> I don't know, man. Keith Lee in these damn pink sneakers, man. I don't know. I was going to say he, he he doing that. He repping that Frieza type shit, but Frieza was purple. So I don't know. <laughs> He'd be rocking. Nah, you know what it is? The little glow on his jacket. The the little uh, little logo of him. Yeah. It's like a hot pink on a navy blue uh, background. So I guess he's like, yeah, I'll just wear some blue socks with some pink sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> we got Adam Cole. At his pool. He's chilling at the pool. Looking like the biggest dick. Yes. <laughs> I would have snuffed him if it was real life, bro. So <laughs> Yo, my man, you really going to look like that? Bam. <laughs> He's celebrating becoming the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. He's being me. Yes. <laughs> he, he's being six. He's talking all his shit. He addresses the Velveteen Dream. Challenges him on behalf of Bobby Fish. He basically does that heel thing. Yeah, if you want to fight me, you're going to have to fight my boy. And if you can beat him, maybe I'll give you a shot. 
<laughs> so Dream, I guess he's got to run the undisputed gauntlet. He's he's been running it because he fought Roddy. Yeah. Up next, our boys. One, two. Well, Danny Trejo. Well, well. That's from that's from back when we used to do uh, uh, the Triple H hour. So yeah, that's how we used to do it. Well, well. And then we started doing one, two, one, two. We used to sing Danny Trejo. Yeah. <laughs> Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch versus Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink. Who? <laughs> yeah, Shane Thorne then brought him a new homie, a new tag partner. Just put him back with Murphy. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Oh, no, he wasn't with that guy. He was with the TM61 guy. Nick Miller's gone, so. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's out of here. Yeah, he's in Japan, so. <laughs> but yeah, these are all showcase matches. This one is a showcase. For our boys. Yep. They get to whoop some ass, which I like to see. I like Danny Birch looking like the strong man. Yeah. Like, you got these two big, tough dudes, he's <laughs> Strong, tough dude. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you got these big lads. <laughs> and, you know, Danny Birch is <laughs> throwing them around like they don't weigh five pounds, bro. He's just throwing them around like piss. And then you got... The, the ultimate striker in Oni Lorcan just whap just every second he gets. It was beautiful, man. And, and the way they got the, the double submission at the end was absolutely nuts. I believe it was uh, Danny Birch that had like a cross face. Yeah, Danny Birch puts in the cross face. Oni puts and then in the, uh... Oni had the single leg crab like torched all the way back. Yeah. Right? Fucking nuts, man. Those guys are absolutely amazing. Every time I see those guys, they just put a smile on my face, man. They just know how to do that shit. Them versus Brian and Gulak. Book it. Oh. Versus the Revival. Oh. Yeah, before they leave. See, they don't come up with shit like that. And we, we just, we sit in here and just dream match. Why don't you get it? Don't you He's fucking it? Kanye West, Seven. You're a gay fish, Vince. This big man is literally the gay fish. I'm not a gay fish, pal. First of all. Like Vince, straight. Do you like fish All sticks? I do is have sex with women. Vince, but do you like fish sticks? Yeah, sure, they're then fine. you're a gay fish, man. No, pal. Shit. I'm not gay. You're gay, man. Have you seen I'm my wife? Gay fish. Have you seen me with Trish Stratus, Tori Wilson, Candace Michelle? Hey, Vince. Hey, Vince, but do you like fish sticks, though? Pal, I don't know why you keep asking me if I like fish sticks. I do like fish sticks. They're pretty tasty, pal. Then right. you're fucking a gay fish, man. This guy's not getting it. Keeps calling me a gay fish. He doesn't understand. Get it? Why don't you get it? <laughs> <laughs> she got another qualifier <laughs> for the number one contenders ladder match. Oh, Candice LeRae versus Caden Carter. This one yes. is a spirited babyface versus babyface match. So they did switch it up a little bit. It was cute as hell. Yeah, it was very cute. It was like that time years and years and years ago before Alexa Bliss turned heel and she wrestled Bailey and they high-fived in the middle of the match. Pure babyface shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Candice, she ends up getting the victory with the Gargano escape. So she moves on, which I figured she would. You know what this match was missing? What? Boops. <laughs> Boops. They should have signed Chris Statlander. <laughs> Facts. If AEW does it, you guys do boops too. <laughs> Next week. 
Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. If you remember their takeover match, and boy, oh boy, I do. This is a condensed version of that, which is to say really fucking good and violent. <laughs> this had no right to be this damn good. I mean, this could, to me, this was a little better than, than Sammy and Ken, Kenny. Ah. Right? Nah, I thought it was too short, but it was really good. But wrestling-wise? Yeah, that's what I mean. Wrestling-wise, it didn't get the build like their first match got the build. Like, I've I've seen the built version of this match. Yes, we have. But yeah. this was still a good match on a fucking Wednesday night. Oh, yeah, I really like this match. Hell, yeah. Yeah. Tevin knows I'm a weirdo, so I watch all of these at the same time. And yeah. at this point, I was like, why are they doing all the good shit at the same time? This shit is crazy. Do I watch Kenny Omega or Matt Riddle? What are you here? It's like Kenny's out here violating. But then it's like Matt Riddle's out here violating too, bro. Point is, this match, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's because I'm an NXT guy and, and then just... These two guys are just always so fucking good. Riddle goes for the bro Derek, but Roddy, he counters into an angle slam. That gets the near fall. He starts to go for his elbows, but Riddle counters that. He's able to finally hit the bro Derek, and that gets the win. So Riddle stands tall. In post-match, he's attacked by these two fucking giant dudes Ooh. accompanied to the ring by Malcolm Bivens. And who the fuck are these two giant dudes? That's what that's the who I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> like for a second, I said, "Oh, they got some more of Keisha's boys in there," because you know, you know about that Knox Pro. Yeah, you know about how Keisha's whole family is like savages. They're all great wrestlers. All like I just watch them wrestle, like, and it's just like, wait a minute. Keish, you've been keeping this little, like, crop of, like, badass motherfuckers in your squad, and you ain't say nothing to nobody? <laughs> What's going on, man? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He got a whole little squad, yo. So that's what I thought it was at first, but then later on, I'm like, wait, no, these guys look a little more different. And I started looking at them, and I'm like, Ugh. You know, I watch it on my laptop and a little tiny screen, so I'm like, what the fuck are these guys? Even after I found pictures after online, I had no idea who these guys were. Yeah. They're I, big. They look tough. They look great, but I have no idea. I, I don't. Usually, I, I at least have some idea. Like, hey, I've seen that guy somewhere at least one time on, on this show, but nah, I don't know who these dudes are. Bivens, he grabs the mic. He's like, since your partner Pete Dunn is not here, I decided to introduce you personally to the future of the NXT Tag Team Division. So yeah, Peter Dew in his home. So, and they still ain't tell us who the hell they were. Yeah, I guess I guess they will next week. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But we'll see. And now it's time for the main events. Main event time. Ding ding ding. The game uh, Triple H. Oh comes shit! Down I'm, I'm a part of the show today. Yeah, I bought my show today. Uh, he did us dirty. A coward. He did not use. He ha- it was right there. It was right there. All you had right to do. There, all you had to do. Come on, man. Come on. Just use it one time. One time for the one time. Damn. Yeah, he, he didn't use it. He uses normal shit. He's so close. <laughs> he's got the mic. He says, you know, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa has been the most intense rivalry in NXT history. 
And now comes Champa. He wants Gargano out right now. He wants to end this. He wants to finish it once and for all. And Triple H is like, wait a minute. In this meeting, there will be no physicality allowed. No beef. No, no fighting. No fight. No fight. With white left when you need Right? No fight. No fight. Gargano comes out. And Triple H is like, listen. William Regal wanted to fire the both of you. And I had to convince him not to. He says, I get it. I get what you two are going through. Me and Sean, we went through it. But you can't just go around destroying the building. Guys, guys, you can't just walk around uh, destroying all the things uh, that I paid my hard-earned money uh, to put together. Uh. He's talking to them like, your, like their dad. <laughs> like when, when me and Uncle Sean, uh, when we had our problems, uh, I understand, but we didn't break everything. Uh. We only blew up WCW. Uh. They had it coming, uh. Go ask your Uncle Sean, right? he'll tell you. So Johnny, he's like, listen, this was supposed to end last year, but then Ciampa, he broke his neck and I wish I was the one who broke it. They both start to argue about each thinks of themselves as the heart and soul of NXT. Johnny, because he was always considered that and Ciampa because of what he became as NXT champion. They both see themselves as the heart and soul of this brand. It has become about more than just them. It's about like being the man on this brand. So Triple H is like, all right, I'm going to give you a location and a referee. And you show up next week. You get one more match, but that's it. If you continue after this, I'm going to get rid of the both of you. They're going to fucking kill each other. Yeah, they're going to die. He gave him an entire building. I heard they, they spent hours like recording something. So I want to see what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, over, like we said over the week, they recorded a bunch of stuff for, for Mania and Future TV because they had, they had that order and they had to close down the PC. So we're going to see what, what's happening. So <laughs> as Triple H, he, <laughs> he sets the terms and conditions, the screen flashes and it starts to glitch out. And then we see a face, and it's Killer Cross. Yes, it just glitches here and there, here and there, here and there. Killer Cross, Killer Cross, Killer Cross, Killer Cross. Yeah. I was like, oh. And then the show ends. I just missed this. Like, I, Dynamite had ended, and I turned to USA thinking NXT was going to be overrun, but they weren't, and it just ended. <laughs> I got to see this, and I was just like, who the fuck? I can't see who it is. Because, again, I was watching on my laptop, which is like a mile away. And tiny. <laughs> yeah. Just to keep it in the same distance as my actual TV. So that way I can watch them at the same time. It's a weird little practice, but Tevin hasn't been affected. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard any complaints. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, Killer Cross is, is he's coming to NXT, I guess. Which I, I figured that will, will be happening. I thought this was a uh, solid show. Nice and straightforward, given Way how... Way better than last week. Yeah, given how they, they the build to take over got thrown off by this whole situation, a mm-hmm. solid show. Yeah. Yep. And it, it was an actual show. So instant upgrade. This is why we did a Wednesday night war instead of a giant super show, because of the fact that hey, we actually had two shows this week. Yeah, NXT did a real show, so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we gotta, shit, man. Yeah, good for them. And I yeah. didn't watch I, it all this week, so <laughs> 
Raw was I. I'll tell you about that later. Okay. There were certain things that was good. Uh, 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 fucking Montez Ford and, and uh, Dawkins took over like 95% of the show. Ah. They gave us all the smoke. <laughs> ah, need the smoke. But yeah, that was that was NXT. Um, takeover basically <laughs> is in two weeks. I don't know how. Yeah, they they're gonna do the takeover matches at the PC, like 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 we said last week. Everything is happening on a day to day basis, so <laughs> we could say this is going down this way on this show, but by the time the show is out, everything might have changed. Who knows? I remember when I used to just wake up and go to work. <laughs> yeah. Come home, watch wrestling. There were people in the crowd. Come home, yeah. prepare for the show, go to work, watch wrestling. Come home, do the show. Watch wrestling, go to work. <laughs> That's all it was, you know. It was, it was, it was a nice little gig. Uh, we all didn't realize how good we had it. <sighs> well, at least we had a great wrestling show and it got us the fuck out of our minds. Yeah. Right? Yeah, these, these these companies are still going on while they can, trying to put on entertainment for us. And again, like I said last week, that's admirable. It's appreciated. We thank you, guys. Yeah. So, yeah. And then until, until the situation changes or turns around, this is where we are. So stick together, stay indoors, wash your hands, all the good stuff. Yeah, man. Take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you, Jerry Springer. <laughs> He's, he was right. <laughs> he was right. He was. He's always been right. <laughs> well, tell, tell him where to find us. Yeah. You already know where to find us. Me? Find us on Instagram at RambleMania Show. Find us on Twitter at RambleMania. Also, find us on Instagram at Banter Club Podcast. Yeah. It's the Banter Club Instagram. That's where you find the homies squad. Yeah. With a faction within the faction that watches wrestling, so you don't have to. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you ain't like that stupid ass tag. Like. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> also, find us on Facebook.com slash Ramblemania Show. Also, find our group there. That's where we're most active. That's where the shit goes down. That's where we post the memes, the news, the everything. Yep. Pretty soon we're going to migrate some of that stuff over to the BC TV. <laughs> PC TV IG <laughs> As far as audio goes We are on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Ooh. Spotify Ooh. Stitcher SoundCloud Anchor TuneIn Everywhere your podcasts are found Just search Rumble Mania Show Or Banter Club As for me personally Find me on Instagram At TJ the Great One That's TJ the GR The number 8 The number 1 Find me on Twitter At TJ the Great That's TJ the GR The number 8 It's as simple as that Find me on Instagram at the number six, the letter X, the letter L, that is at 6XL. You can also find me on the Twitter grab at S double I double X ain't I great. That is at S I I X X Ola. Jesus, this has been the banter. That it has. We're going to need you to leave him with the loot. Two.
good fight. And a good night. This was a high. Wrestling was good.